Alright, y'all, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Uh, alongside me is Nick yet again. What's up, buddy? What's happening? Yeah, so um, just a little bit ago before we got on here, uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with a little bit of a debate we were having. Uh, Nick was talking about how um, that uh, you... Okay, so, so what was it you said again? Go ahead and say it again so people can We were trying to watch it. Trolls, the, the, the new okay. Trolls movie, Trolls World Tour. Okay. And it was 20 fucking dollars. Yeah. That's cool, you know. It's not in theater though. I'm not paying for a big ass screen. Okay. Like why is it twenty dollars? I can get my own pop are they charging us for the popcorn and the hot dogs and shit? Even though we're not getting them. So you you're talking about renting from home. Renting it from home, but they're charging us twenty dollars. As opposed to going to see it. Right. Where? In a cinema. In the cinema. In the cinema. That's where we differ. That's where things shift a little bit because I don't believe a cinema. I don't believe a cinema is the correct term for going to see. I don't say no one would say I'm going to the cinema. You would use cinema um, as a way. Uh, if if it is a thing, then it refers to the institution of filmmaking in cinema in general. Is that what? Well, first of all, I didn't know that there was a, a filmmaking Nazi brigade, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so, but I do have some information on well, this we, debate. Yeah, I think we need to put some some fine definitions here. So I have a definition for cinema. Okay, this is from uh, from the Oxford Webster. Dictionary. Miriam Webster, die motherfucker. Go ahead. Cinema, a theater where movies are shown for public entertainment. Say a that again. Cinema, a theater where movies are shown for public entertainment. A movie theater. They're literally the same damn thing. I first of all, it's theater. Nothing. <laughs> what I say? Theater. 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 No, no, no. It's uh, a theater. All right. All right. T- look. T H E A T E R. Okay. Theater. So, so this leads me on to a bigger point. Why? Is English so damn difficult? I don't know, but why do it we pisses have to, me off. Why do we have to have two words for the same shit? It pisses me off so much. You know much. what I mean? Oh my God, I I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've been arguing with someone. They're like, I miss your presence. And it's like, what, you want me to bring you things? You know what I mean? <laughs> why? Are, there are so many words. First of all, uh, I think I mentioned this in another episode. Civil War. Who came up with that? Yeah. Who in the hell thought that, you know what, I'm going to use the word civil, that means we're all going to get along, and I'm going to put that together with the word war, that means we're all going to kill each other, and we're going to get along and kill each other. Yeah, well, back to the to the debate. So I typed in cinemas near me, and then right there at the bottom, it, it says it changes the movie theaters. Yeah, I know. And the average cost per person is $8, $8.60 to go to the movie. So mm-hmm. how many people live in your house? Four. Okay. So you're going to be almost $37 before anything else. Yep. But that's because I'm paying for a seat in their facility that they're renting on their screen. That's huge. 
using their film. Dolby I, Digital Surround Sound. I'm not sticky doing floors. All, I'm, I'm not doing any of that. Other children crying. I wouldn't mind if it was like ten bucks. Because if you rent an actual new release, not a couch. they're like four ninety nine or so. But no pants. Yeah. yeah. No pants yeah. dance on your own couch. Hey, hey, these theaters, a lot of these I mean, filmmaking, it, it's, it's not even the theaters, really. It's the filmmaking industry. They're the ones that are saying they're losing money. They're getting shit for this. They're, they they yeah. are fine. There's no reason to charge $20 to people who may not have it to begin with. That's true. Because they don't have a job. Why are you charging that much? Yeah. It shouldn't be any more than 10 maybe $12. I think everybody is, is at that point... Um, Putting, playing their part and receiving what they're giving in. I think the twenty bucks you should get it for forty eight hours. If you're gonna pay twenty, give me it for yeah. forty. Not a one. I could see that, oh, especially if it's a digital. That's what I'm saying. Thing. We're not using any of their resources. Yeah, all we're using is maybe a server that they're and. But again, these film industry making giants should be getting some type of relief yeah. and if they're not getting relief they're making buku amounts of money anyways if they're not the indie filmmaking companies the indie filmmaking companies i can understand but these aren't indie filmmaking companies yeah. these are big miramax type companies um uh pixar i think is who made trolls was it pixar it was either pixar or uh, illumination uh, i think yeah, that's the other i'm not sure but i mean come on yeah um yeah that sucks but uh so yeah okay apparently theater and cinema are the same thing i just uh didn't realize that this was 1957 we're going to the cinema we're gonna go after the sody pop shop gonna go to the sock hop well you know in the south i guess they don't use the word soda i think they just use pop or is it is it the other way around um the east the my, my wife is from the east coast she says soda okay she's from delaware Get your I, pop. I actually say soda now because I used to say to make fun of her. Mm-hmm. And now I say soda and people look at me like I was in a southern part of the state. Is like, hey, where's your sodas at? And they're like, huh? Yeah. That's- I think I think that is it because I have southern family and that's where I got pop from. Yeah. And we went to Virginia and they, but it was like East Coast. It was like the water. It was the yeah. civilized. I also, um, I go to a lot of bars. And so I also order a lot of vodka soda limes, um, which is uh, um, also a term that I say a lot, which is why I think I call it soda. You know what I mean? Like if I go up to someone and call it a pop water, they're going to be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> pop water, you an idiot? Are you dumb? <laughs> Walt, uh, well, Disney is losing approximately $30 million per day. Good. Well, that's because they're also shutting down until their actual theme parks are shutting down, which I heard could be until 2021. Yeah. So. Crazy. Um, But uh, I actually um, wanted to, I I had a little uh, trouble getting up the stairs, uh, getting up here. I I had a knee sprain I suffered this weekend. (laughs) My big ass took a fall down a ravine. (laughs) I uh down a ravine? Yeah. It was uh, not a huge ravine, but it was a ravine nonetheless to, to a creek bed and uh, Did you get a little wet? Uh, no, I got muddy though. <laughs> and uh sprained my knee um through my disc off a tree and it uh playing the old disc golf and threw it right off of a tree off the tee pad. I fell down to the bottom. I was like, "Oh, it's a dry spot down there. I can get it." Doing the old 
shuffle big guy sideways shuffle going down a hill you know what i mean when in hindsight i should have done the old but the sit and scoot should have done the old sit and scoot that way i just kind of look like a seven-year-old going down there and like i said in hindsight but uh yeah halfway down my my uh left foot took a spot of loose gravel and my right leg <laughs> bent up to the right of me and then i had the instinct to like duck and roll and like roll over my shoulder and then I landed dude. right on the tripod. <laughs> dude, I got I've seen something like this before from you. Yeah. And I've just got this this reel yeah. in my head. Yeah. Just oh just replaying over yeah. and over again. The only reason it's funny is because I know you're all right. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one. Yeah, for sure. But oh my god. And the uh I, I was with uh uh three of my good friends and they uh none of them laughed and I'm like um, in hindsight, I'm just like, I, I almost started laughing, but then I just like hopped up, grabbed my disc and was like, Oh, so is it my shot? Is it like my turn to go now? <laughs> no and one like, saw that. And, and then, and then, and then, uh, uh, one of us was like, you all right, Buck? I'm like, yep. And then I hiked my way back up the, the, uh, you walked up the ravine. Uh, dude, I finished the next 13 holes. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm, my knee hurts. <laughs> Like, no shit. Yeah, and uh, and then by the end of it, I was in uh, pretty rough shape and had a rough next day. But like, I realized that they didn't laugh because if I wasn't all right, yeah. they were gonna have to get me out of a ravine. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh shit! Imagine this shit going through their head if I'm like, guys, broke my leg. <laughs> Not gonna be able to climb out of this ravine. Oh. Good thing there's three of you. Who's uh, got the rear? Yeah. <laughs> who's got the rear? Who's pushing? Who's pulling? <laughs> oh man. Oh Jesus. But yeah, no, no, no. I was like, uh, luckily it's feeling better, so it wasn't as bad as I thought. But I woke up on Monday morning and that thing was swollen as hell. Uh, did my first video message with the doctor, which felt like a weird, like video chat thing you know what i mean that you know like you know how if in the how did that even occur like i i literally held my phone like this <laughs> like like seriously i just like as if i was trying to take like a weird like sext of my knee you know what i mean like i just hold, yeah and, and she's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can you lift it up can you move it around like can you move your foot and can you do all this and like i did it all and she's like yeah it's not broken we'll just call you in a prescription i'm like dope i didn't even have to leave my house i just did it in my pajamas like this, is, all right, dope. They're These doctors are thirty bucks well spent. Oh my god, they're they are living the life. Some of them, shall yeah. I say, yes. The at home. So was she at her house or was she? It like looked in a like facility? it. Well, it, but, but she she was a, I believe a nurse practitioner. She was a remote nurse practitioner. Mm. Is what she was. So she was working from her home. It looked like, but I couldn't see much of the surroundings. It really, it very well could have been an office for all I knew. I'm just thinking of how doctors like mess with your knee like move it around touch it well and she asked me if i had any movement in my kneecap and i I almost wanted to be like you know that movie uh (laughs) grown-ups when he like pulls it up and moves it all around it's like that and then when i pull it back and let go it It snaps back down it makes it cartoonish (laughs) (laughs) is that a problem (laughs) no we're good here let me get you some uh laxative yeah good i really want to eat a bunch of oreos and have a remote with a dentist oh god that'd be funny um, be, but yeah, no, that was a really interesting situation. I, th- like I feel a, much better, luckily. Good, because those things are terrible. I, I sprained my knee yeah. just running. I don't know what it is. Obviously, it's not a sprain. It's because I don't have a meniscus in my right knee, no. essentially. I have like, the, the doctor took the picture, and she said, do you see that faint gray line 
in between your knee and your uh was it your your, your uh, tibia yeah she said that is what's left of your meniscus and i said oh am i gonna have to have surgery does it hurt i mean it's swollen It'll go away. If you don't want to have surgery, you you don't have to. It'll just suck. Oh, shit. So it's just going to suck. Yeah. I'm going to just keep doing jujitsu. Sucky knees. Eventually, uh, I don't know, hopefully it uh, just yeah. gets Start calling stretched. you, uh, start uh, calling you Custer because you left your heart a wounded knee. Nah, that's stupid. That was a bad joke. Good God. Nah, I shouldn't make fun of Native American masters. I'm not even going to finish the story. <laughs> Yeah, they can't all be home runs, you guys. They can't. <laughs> hey, you want to uh, hear something interesting? Sometimes you don't hit the ball at all, huh? I ate McDonald's for the first time a few weeks ago. What? How did that go? I'd love to act like it was not as long ago, but it definitely was about the, about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you so, get? So I got a double quarter pounder, and I forgot how heavenly those they taste different than any of the sandwiches yeah. that, that they have there. Yeah, it tastes. It's it a different. Makes slab you feel of meat. bad how good it tastes. Uh, and then you. So you can get it deluxe style now. It comes so you get all the every like everything that uh, like that originally what? comes on it, but then you get lettuce, tomato. Um, and I think they have like a. I think you can get the, the Big only Mac thing, sauce on it. The too. only thing. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> Did you say Big Mac sauce on a double, on a quarter, double pounder? quarter pounder? Actually, you can add Mac sauce to anything. Yeah, you can. Yeah, um, but that's a great idea. Um, I'm definitely not going to do that later. (laughs) (laughs) The keto gods are watching you. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, well, they are pissed, uh, (laughs) at me at the moment. No. Um, yeah, man, it really is so good. Like there's nothing about it that makes you be like, this is a good decision. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a terrible decision. It's a bad decision the entire time, but it's like that thing you have to get out of your system. So that way you can just be like, all right. Yeah. You know, remember, you remember the I'm gonna song? feel shitty for the next six hours, but the, you, these eight minutes of eating this is gonna be good. Usher had a song, and That's I want to like say five minutes longer than it would actually take me. <laughs> I want to say it was uh, and nobody know. Uh, what was it? Confessions. Confessions. These are my confessions. It, when he said, uh, "Make you wanna." Slap your mama. M- makes you want to leave your girl. It's oh no, it was J Cole. Oh uh, my god, I was I was way off. Yeah, I don't. He know. had a line that said, uh, "It was in his uh, KOD. It was on his KOD album. I think it was the outro was the song, and he had a line that said um, that th- this girl's pussy was so good that." It made him want to call his girl and be like, yo, I ain't coming home tonight. It's over. <laughs> and then just whatever. That's makes, what the double quarter pounder Makes you does. want to tell your grill. It Not does. your girl. Makes you want to say it to your grill. Your grill. Yeah, I go yo, home, grill. I go home to my cast iron grates. Yeah. And th- I'm like, look, I'm sorry, but you're, you're a little rusty. Yeah. yeah. I had to go out and get me some, uh, yeah, she some get, new meat. Yeah. It got up in my guts. It grill. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, that sauce. I had to slather that sauce all over it. I found some better beef patties. So it got up in your guts. Yeah, it's a burger. So were you on top or bottom? I both at the same time. I got bread. <laughs> you was in between. <laughs> you, huh? was in, you was in between. No, I was on the outside. My heart was in the middle. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Uh, 
<laughs> shit came from my soul. Um, that's, that's that's what McDonald's does to you. It's the devil. Yeah, yeah. No, it. it, it, it uh, Baba Boucher. Yeah, Baba Boucher. That McDonald's is the devil. Um, mum, mum, said. Yeah, the medulla oblongata and the double quarter pounder are the devil. <laughs> that dang foosball. Um. Let's see. Uh, so, Stupid. speaking of the devil, let's uh, take a little shift into uh, our version of kind of the things we think you need to know are happening right now. We're gonna call yeah, it. Okay. We're let's start a new segment. Let's 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 start a segment called the conspiracy corner. We've kind of been doing this without calling it a segment, but we, uh, we you know it's I don't kind know, of our nature. Try to organize it a little bit. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we'll need to come up with some type of like. Uh, um, like uh, I don't know, intro song or something. Just like, cause we we have the next picks one, mm-hmm. and then we need to do yeah. this one. Just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Conspiracy corner, <laughs> <laughs> or just like, or just like completely opposite. Just try to get like, like, uh, uh, just like an aggressive. Just, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <Duh>. I, <laughs> <laughs> Good conspiracy corner. Good. I am not cutting any of this out. I got a cramp. I got a cramp. <laughs> I'm in tears. This is going to be the intro. Is you guys fucking giggling? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord! <laughs> what were we laughing at? A gun. <laughs> that was your that that was your finished face. <laughs> yeah, the intro just needs to be vinegar strokes. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. I need to pick better friends. <laughs> uh, Beach is like real glad I gave these guys a show. <laughs> um, all right. So in this week's conspiracy corner, yeah, um, <laughs> giggity goo. <laughs> uh, the conspiracy corner. No. Um, oh, yeah, that's too much. Cross the line. Um, there is uh, a patent that exists um, that is, you can Google this right now if you're listening to this uh, at work, maybe do it on your phone, not at work, but Google simply patent 060606 and it'll take you to um, a website called, what's that URL? Uh, the IP portal patentscope.com. Um, the name of the website is technically Patent Scope, um, and basically it, it just gives you a rundown of the uh, patents. So here is just some general information. Um, uh, the main thing. Um, scroll up to the top. I'm gonna give them the title of it. The na- the title of the patent is cryptocurrency system using body activity um, data. And so scroll down just a little bit. Um, a little bit more. 
So here is kind of a rundown of the uh, patent itself, which is which is kind of alarming. Um, the cryptocurrency system commun- communicatively coupled to the device of the user may verify if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award crypto- cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Bro- did Siri just... Siri just went off. Huh. Interesting. Um, so essentially, this is talking about how human body activity would be tracked by a device that would be attached to the user somehow. You RFID chip. Just uh, throwing it out there. Yeah, or currently our phones. Um, uh, body activity data may be generated based on sensed body activity of the user. So it would have to be sensed somehow, meaning it would have to be attached to the body. And uh, it would be a cryptocurrency system that, again, like it says, uh, requires the body to meet one or more conditions that the cryptocurrency system requires and awards currency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Um and the craziest thing about this patent is the applicant is the application belongs to Microsoft Technology Licensing LLC. Um, also, zero six zero six zero six. The mark of take the beast. out the zeros. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it, which is pretty uh, frightening in and of itself. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's something you should know. And here is also why this is even more relevant is that the initial um, is the initial round of the initial stimulus bill that was going through the house um, actually had a section written in it in which the United States government would, would create its own cryptocurrency. They, 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 w- they would get away from a physical Fed dollar and create a digital version mm-hmm. of the dollar, which would establish a means of exchange... Should this get implemented now, uh, it is good to know that that was removed from the bill. It was not actually signed into law, but it was trying to get through that time. You know what I mean? Right. And what happens when it doesn't get through one time? Next time it rolls around, they'll they'll try to throw it in. We're gonna so, find uh, a way. Yeah, um, definitely something that uh, you should know. And if you want to know more about, uh, please look into it yourself. Um, you know. Look at several different sources. You know, don't just take Snopes. Don't just take Reuters. Look at several different sources and and, and make your uh, make your mind up for yourself. Um, it was published on March twenty sixth. Yes, is, or I'm sorry, it was uh, filed. The first file date was March twenty sixth. Yeah. And do you know when the uh, um, when the uh, bill was removed from the uh, when the cryptocurrency language was removed from the bill? March twenty fourth is when it, yeah. it was removed. So um, they were kind of rolling along at the same time. Um, and should this, you know, be rolled out into something, what's one easy way to get this into people? Potentially a vaccine. So and, and that vaccine would be through an RFID chip. An RFID chip, and I'm not a scientist, but from what I've studied, because I have studied this stuff before in the means of the Bavarian Illuminati and their beliefs in a one-world government, a one-world um, currency, uh, a universal everything, yeah. essentially. Um, an RFID chip is the easiest way to track data to be able to pinpoint whether or not somebody has a temperature, whether or yeah. not somebody has symptoms that they're not talking and about. this would also align with sort of the um, 
e-certification or digital certification <clears throat> mm-hmm. that, you know, guys like Bill Gates, who is tied to not only Microsoft, but also the, the world of vaccines, um, and also the current, um, his, you know, association with Dr. Fauci and the World Health Organization, the CDC, mm-hmm. he's a huge funder of both of those organizations. Um, uh, he has talked about an electronic certificate that would be doable via um a uh, avenue such as the um, RFID chip. Yeah, I think and they're doing that in China right now. Well, yeah. well, two things. Um, <coughs> Forbes, go to Forbes.com. They have an article. The crypto community was a buzz muzz- Monday. This article was published on March 29th. Um, uh, March 29th. Uh, when the leaked draft of the economic stimulus bill proposed by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi introduced a digital dollar as a way to deliver payments directly to U- U.S. citizens. The next day, the same language surfaced in a Senate bill and introduced by Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown. The concept would be require the Federal Reserve member banks to open and maintain digital dollar wallets for all customers. Um, it did not make in the final stimulus package passed by Congress, Congress by the end of the week, but the flirtatious signal that the U.S. has officially entered an increasingly heated race between advanced projects at several central banks around the world to be the first to issue the new kind of currency. Um, that's one part. And the <laughs> second part is I, uh, many years ago, maybe <clears throat> two years ago, um, we I watched a documentary on the people in San Francisco, maybe even Washington, that were chipping themselves. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was up. a it was a company that yeah. that was doing it. Yeah, and they were doing well. It's yep. also these guys quit the company. They were just doing it out of their house, so they were opening their garage doors with it, opening their front doors with oh, it. Oh wow, no, I didn't know that. So they were on the cutting edge of technology, and then and then because I knew it was out on the west coast. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little thing. I mean, these guys are just they have them all <laughs> over their body. Wow. And, interesting and so are are they just rfid chips or yeah they're doing it yeah they're doing it to themselves so basically it's like they're doing alexa they're like basically doing a google home but they're doing it wiring it from their own body to their house so somebody wow. can hack them yeah like yes yeah. so someone can hack their body right now yeah maybe can't could, could you imagine going all the way through like upgraded middle school high school MIT becoming a tech genius to simply go find your bully that's chipped and make him be like, quit hitting yourself, quit hitting yourself, (laughs) but all from a distance, like you can hack them and make them do it whenever. That would be insane. Um, I love that. That's what you thought about. (laughs) (laughs) Just like someone having that much of a chip on their shoulder to go through that entire training. I can now control people. What am I going to do? That fucker, John. Yeah. I'm going to get him. I'm going to make him put his own head in a toilet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that's uh, something that, that I thought you guys should know. Um, you know, like I said, I don't, you know, I know that this uh, patent is recorded. I know that uh, Microsoft's name is on it. I know that there's a patent number that is uh, verifiable through a couple different places, but I want you guys to make up your own minds, as always. Um, we are simply trying to lead you down the path of av- path of knowing. Um, whether you want to find any of this for yourself is up to you. It's yeah. called biohacking. Yeah. Sweden, Sweden's are doing it. Um, so it's called biohacking. If you look that up on YouTube, oh. there's some great videos where people are doing it themselves. Sweden is Sweden's been doing the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was really into that. 
wow. But could you imagine if we like we got a chip from the government? I went to Taco Bell, and they're like, "Sorry, sir, we we have to refuse your service." Yeah, yeah. your BMI is way too high. You need to yeah. do yeah, <laughs> you need to do ten push-ups right now in ultimate. order to get enough currency <clears throat> for these tacos. That's that that's how it would be. They <clears throat> you you'd pay with everything that way. You're they swiping, would swiping your wife's vagina constantly, <laughs> <laughs> sir. You were swiping. There was way too many strokes yesterday. What is the issue? Yes. Your heart rate went up, and yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. Why is your right arm so much stronger than your left, sir? <laughs> well, um. Anyway, I didn't know where I was going from with, with that. Um, did you have something to throw down? <clears throat> uh, I do. Yes. Um. So, thought it was interesting. I actually found this from uh a friend that I have through the jujitsu world. Uh, John, the Rockefeller Foundation. Uh, back in 2010, right before the Ebola outbreak, um, dropped a 54-page document <clears throat> uh, basically using a scenario as if the Ebola outbreak, but they used a flu-like yeah. uh, out- outbreak. Um, they used that scenario to present a... I forget how they worded it, but it was along the lines of a health surveillance system. Gotcha. And so what they were saying basically is through this pandemic, they were able to get this in through the people because of the fear that was around of people's health. Um, They were able to add security measures. Like an example would be like a, a video camera that can take your temperature. Yeah. Um, just by like, as you're walking in a door, um, things like that, but it it leads up to so much, so much more. I sent BJ a video. It's it'll tell you a little bit about it. Is that one not it? I think you're on it. Was it th- was it this one right here? Yeah, that's the one that I clicked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. About to share with you comes from the Rockefeller Foundation, and credit to Dave C for sending me this. What's the name Scenarios of this video? So the people future can look of technology it up? and this video is like it just—it's COVID nineteen. Uh, uh, no. It's Lockstep Rockefeller Document twenty ten. Lockstep Rockefeller it? Document twenty ten. Oh shit! That COVID nineteen is a damn ad. International <laughs> development. It's an ad for a disease. Down. By the way, this report was produced by the Rockefeller Foundation and the Global Business Network in May of 2010. I'm going to skip down to page 18 and just read a few paragraphs and tell me if what we're seeing today isn't pretty much what they wanted all along. Page 18 starts, lockstep, a world of tighter top-down government control and more authoritarian leadership with limited innovation in growing citizen pushback. Remember, this was written in 2010. They write, in 2012, the pandemic that the world has been anticipating for years finally hit. Unlike 2009's H1N1, this new influenza strain originating from wild geese was extremely virulent and deadly. Even the most pandemic prepared nations were quickly overwhelmed when the virus streaked around the world, infecting nearly 20% of the global population and killing 8 million in just seven months. The majority of them healthy young adults. The pandemic also had a deadly effect on economies. International mobility of both people and goods screeched to a halt, debilitating industries like tourism, 
in breaking global supply chains. Even locally, normally bustling shops and office buildings sat empty for months, devoid of both employees and customers. The pandemic blanketed the planet, though disproportionate numbers died in Africa, Southeast Asia, and Central America, where the virus spread like wildfire in the absence of official containment protocols. But even in developed countries, containment was a challenge. The United States' initial policy of strongly discouraging citizens from flying proved deadly in its leniency, accelerating the spread of the virus not just within the U.S., but across borders. However, a few countries did fare better, China in particular. Now remember, guys, this is just fiction. It's a projection written in 2010. They say the Chinese government's quick imposition and enforcement of mandatory quarantine for all citizens as well as its instant near hermetic sealing off of all borders saved millions of lives. Can we pause the that? spread of the virus from earlier than in other countries and enabling... So they speculated this in 2010, although the almost exact opposite is what occurred. Well, the, 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 kind the, of the, the exact the, opposite. If you look at the total deaths in, uh, well, out of China. I, 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 not the total opposite, I guess, is what I'm saying. But what they're saying the Chinese government did that they fared so well um, is essentially one of the reasons why we haven't been hit as hard as other places. We shut down border and travel immediately. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Put, put, put in an immediate quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we basically it, took the guidelines that they're going over exactly exactly in 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 uh um the the north american response actually because it wasn't just the u.s it was uh canada as well um but uh but yeah it's interesting that they would see the chinese as having done all this stuff and not the they wouldn't think that the, that the united states would it's just interesting that they did that i know it's completely arbitrary and that it's simply a speculation but um i thought it was was interesting enough but yeah and and right now the numbers in china this is today the day that we're, we're recording is april 23rd right now the numbers in china uh total cases are 82 about 83,000 um total deaths 4,632 total recovered 77,207 that's out of China right now that number that 80,000 number has not changed in weeks it is almost the exact same I wonder if they counted that building full of COVID-19 patients that just randomly collapsed I wonder if they called them (laughs) COVID-19 deaths and ah man I forgot about I forgot about that right? building. Right? You just forget about that shit. That's just the the a way a building it goes. that had been up, a perfectly fine structure was not recently built. One of, it was just just tumbled. Collapsed. Very I odd. Forgot about that. Um but yeah, that's uh that's pretty crazy. That is so pretty it's all crazy. Uh, it, it's a 5 minute video. We don't need to go any further and you guys get the gist, but Basically, what they're saying is they're trying to implement an authoritarian type of government, and it wouldn't necessarily feel authoritarian to the people that are scared of this situation because they would feel at ease. Um, I saw a cartoon of a bird that was in a cage and a bird on a window seat. Yeah, I saw that. And the bird in the cage was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so safe. This the 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 cat can't get me from behind. I'm I, I'm not going to get eaten, or the rain's not going to hit get me. Blah blah blah." And the bird on the window seal said to the bird in the cage, "But you're in a cage yeah, and you, you can't fly. Yeah, now you can't fly. 
So, you know, I mean, that's that's the kind of balance that we have to decide as a humanity that we want to that, that we want to have. And, uh, you know, I would much rather live a normal life knowing that viruses exist and that I should wash my hands. And if I feel sick, I need to stay home and, um, you know, believe in a medical system that is advancing. Um, you know what I mean? That's just I don't know. That's, uh, but I have the luxury of being able to say that some people with bad immune systems or with, uh, with, with respiratory problems can't say that so easily. And so, you know, so, um, so just real quick, as I stated, it's April 23rd coronavirus cases are at about 2.7 million. There are 190,000 deaths recorded. 744,000 have recovered. That's an 80, 20 split basically death to uh recovery yeah and uh but um but that leaves a lot of people that could have recovered yeah i mean if you sit and think about it who's going to go back to the doctor and say hey hey i recovered we're all good here like people don't do that even in even in these situations they don't do that because the doctor the hospital is yeah. An infectious area. And and I also uh, looked this up today, too, because I didn't think it, it was necessarily true. Because things that you see in meme form, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you kind of always got to look into a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and you should look into everything. But um, this really struck me. And I'm like, I need to see if there's any truth to this. And there is some truth to this. And that's to claim that hospitals receive more money for patients that die of COVID-19. So you're saying that they actually do receive more money for yes. patients that die yes. because of the stimulus bills and well, and, and n- the not necessarily just because of uh, their Medicare and Medicaid coverage that the government pays for. If mm. if COVID nineteen was involved, they get more money than they would normally, roughly around thirteen dollars. Gotcha, thirteen thousand dollars actually per per person per person. Holy per crap. case per patient. Yes, thirty nine thousand if they use a ventilator. In in uh, our last episode, roughly, and also those are average numbers simply based on the average cost of Medicare or Medicaid um, uh, per patient. Plus, now some of that money does go towards them being able to cu- being able to treat anyone who maybe doesn't have insurance. Um, but you know, um, that's still you know a pretty massive amount. Of yeah. money potentially now, um, does that mean that every hospital has is fudging their numbers to get extra money? No, it doesn't mean that. It means that um, should the motivation arise for some people to, you know, that, that some the some, so some doctors have already said that they have such vague coding when it comes mm-hmm. to symptoms of COVID nineteen that it pops up more frequently than they would expect otherwise yep, yep. and um and this you is know, in a video that we talked about last yes, in our uh, last yes, episode dr yeah, shiva yeah um he specifically talked about the code that they're the two yeah, codes yeah. that they're using for the covid virus yeah and how doctors have been specifically told that if it is that even if it's not directly pertain to yeah. pertaining to the covid virus the guidelines are still, very vague yeah that's very vague and we still put them as yeah um, <clears throat> death um of COVID virus. and you know like, like i said this is not an accusation by any means mm-hmm. uh this is simply um 
through the research that I did today, which was several fact-checking sites and um, actually some of the Medicare Medicaid websites themselves, there didn't seem to be any motivation to not, you know, um, fudge the numbers. I, I feel like I would much – although they did say that the risk is under-diagnosing, saying that they are able to act safer if they think there are more cases than there actually are, which I think is odd – you know what I mean? Wait, 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 which is odd to say. Say you're, uh, uh, say you're being, um, say you get beat up on a playground by a ten-year-old. You're gonna tell people that it was twelve ten-year-olds, not one ten-year-old. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to seem like, you know, a punk. I don't know. Maybe that's a really <laughs> shitty analogy. <laughs> and I'm comparing the American healthcare system to a guy that just got beat up by a ten-year-old. But that's not what I'm doing at all. But I, I don't know. It, it just seems odd. It seems know, odd yeah. to me. Uh, it could be taken advantage of. Should should anyone see a motivation? And not that's the that thing. they all do. That that's the thing. The opportunity's yeah. there. They didn't make it to where that opportunity's not there. If they were being honest, yeah. they would make sure that that opportunity is yeah. not there. Now, if they're saying that, well, this is a part of our infrastructure. This is what yeah. makes America America. This is what keeps it going. Well, then. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Why is it that you guys can make money off of people sick and dying? Now, if if I if I find out or hear that you know these hospitals are using this extra money for hazard pay and they're actually able to beef up the salary of those nurses that are working 12, 14, 15, 16 hour shifts, then you know, I can feel a little bit better about that. But, you know, I I just have a hard time feeling that, you know, they're that there's not those there's always those outliers yeah that that you know can see a benefit in leaving you know not leaving money on a table yeah i don't know so that it costs. I, I, I don't know i don't know that it costs thirteen thousand dollars roughly a patient to well, keep see, some but, nurses over time well and here's the thing though is it very well might cost that much but you know there's no one doing anything about the prices that are being charged to the hospital. The hospital is a middleman. The hospital is the required part of this process. You have to have healthcare providers. You have to have patients. Patients are going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we have to have healthcare providers in order to treat them. However, what's happening is these suppliers and the insurance companies do nothing to try to keep costs down. There's no reason a bottle of Tylenol should cost over $125 from a hospital. When you can drive down to CPS, CVS and get the same bottle of Tylenol for six dollars, yeah, you know what I mean, and that's where the cost of healthcare and that's where the issue resides. Is yes, we do need the best equipment in the world. Yes, we do need the best trained doctors and medical staff in the world. Um, do we have some of the sickest people in the world? Uh, yeah, sure, but we also have a lot of very healthy people as well. You know what I mean, and. Um, you know, I think the issue doesn't reside necessarily um, in, you know, the value of the service, but the cost of it is driven up by the insurance companies and the medical supplies providers that are like, what's it worth to you? They're trying to put a, you know, they're trying to put a, a monetary value on something that's in, intrinsically priceless. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, how, how do you put a dollar? How, how do you put a, a, a like, like, uh, like the price of drugs? You know what I mean? If, some, if there's a life-saving drug for somebody, that drug is priceless to them. Right. And, and you know, having it $80, 90 $100 or more 
sometimes tons more into, you know, monthly, monthly, uh, prescriptions. It's, it's blows me away. It's a form of modern day slavery. Quite, quite possibly. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, it's, there's a bigger picture to it because if, if it was truly free market, then there would be a McDonald's hospital and there would be a Ruth Chris hospital. Yeah. But that's not the case. So there's nobody challenging these, um, the status quo and the prices, the status quo and price. And they can say that the generic version of the medication is doing that, but it's not because it's still coming from the same hospital. Yeah. And it's still coming from the same corporate, the same companies doing the same. It's just, it's just a cheaper version of it. That's it. I mean, it's the watered down version. So it's, there, there is something messed up for sure in the healthcare yeah. system. I don't know exactly what it is, but you know, credit to Sam Tripoli because he's the one that said it. It's yeah. you can't the health. There, there's no free market in the healthcare yeah, system. It's, it's for sure. It's only for milkshakes and hamburgers. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we did have a couple of questions for you guys. Oh, actually, yeah? based off a couple of the past episodes with COVID, and it's so. It's how people are taught. It's it's how people are talking about it, right? Um, and I'll read something. And this is from a state representative in Indiana. Okay. According to the Gut Matcher Institute, uh, there was an estimated 862,000 abortions performed in 2017. That's about 2,400 every day or about 100 every hour. There's been more abortions performed in the last 20 days than there were inflated by the presumption that total COVID deaths. Where's the outrage? We're to that point. Wow. So to me, it's like apples and oranges. One is yeah. one is like, and this is elected official in our state. Yeah. I mean, so he and and, and here's the thing about um about abortions is there's a heavy um there's a heavy uh emotional side with that. Um, now personally. As as a person myself, uh, if I were um, uh, to um, conceive a child uh, within or without wedlock, and I were approached um, about having the child ab- aborted simply um, by choice and not medical requirement, I would probably elect not to. Um, you know, I I feel like that's something that I would not like for myself. However, it's, I understand it's not 100% my choice. Um, I also understand that there are some situations medically in which uh, um, it is sometimes a necessary option. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know that uh, – um, yeah, I agree, BJ. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's the same thing at all. And, and I think to, to compare them is, is, uh, <coughs> is, is a cop-out. Um, yeah, because you don't have a choice when it comes to COVID – like that's a natural kind of yeah. type of um, invader. Yeah, you know, having an abortion could come from a number of issues, yeah. sure. from rape to yeah. uh, mm-hmm. money issues to yeah. a, having a bad night and sure. not remembering what happened. And, mm-hmm. and one night stands could be. I uh, mean, there's all kinds of different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Medical issues because a woman might not have the ability to have the baby, and if she does, it could kill her. Sure. So what happens at that point? Yeah. I mean, there's that. There's uh, it's yeah, and and also it's hard for, 
You know, I mean, uh, uh, elected officials are elected officials. The people that he represents very well may share his same mm-hmm, opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, they do. There's some and money in his pocket somewhere. <laughs> but he said, yeah, they do. But here's where the other issue is, right? This is the other question we got is at this moment in time, we're taught our whole life, every every life is precious, right? If the, the, the Christian values that, that, that some a lot of people have, right? Yeah. Now we're comparing, well, it's only one. 0.2% and 0.02% of people are dying. We shouldn't shut down our economy. So and the question to you guys, because you guys have great discussions that came in was, so are we, are we, are we basing monetary value over deaths now? No, I, I don't think so. I think they're mutually exclusive. Uh, actually, there are people it's and a, elected officials that believe this and actually they're my wife just told me this that believe that they are that that we are picking economy over well no there is specific officials that are picking economy over lives and vegas is one of those um examples i don't remember the lady's name but i'm sure if you look it up i'll I'll read this quote right here over eighty thousand people died from the flu just two two years ago should we shut down the economy every flu season to save lives flu is a virus flu is contagious what's the difference from elected official so they're like eighty thousand people died yeah we didn't shut everything down but it's it's it, it's kind of like i get it like i i at my job i let people go i close places down yeah it, it's awful i don't but what i'm saying is you can't go one page and be on your high horse about god and yeah. we're all special and then be like hey yeah point two is dead so let's open everything back up yeah, yeah. And that's that's why I kind of I've always been this way since this virus. Like I've always this is a natural thing. This is what happens in the world. This is something that has been in our in human existence since our history where there's plagues, there's pandemics, there's viruses that come and and wipe a portion of us out. That's that's just a part of life. Do I think the economy should be closed because of that or do I think not even that not even that the economy should be closed. Do I think the panic should be there? Yeah. No. I don't I don't care about the economy closing because yeah. I don't have an interest in that. So that that to me isn't necessarily something that I'm that's going to weigh on my shoulders. It's yeah. it's going to be there as a thought and 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 well, as it, an it, understanding. It doesn't have an immediate impact. Right, right. It's 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 not something that has an has an immediate impact for me. But on the on the other hand, People need to understand that this is a part of life. This is yeah. going to happen from for the next, however old you are, for me, for the next hopefully 50 plus years, these types of things are going to happen. Yeah. And you can't let a bunch of people who have interest in certain industries tell you that this is time to panic because yeah. there are people benefiting from this. Believe it or not, there are individuals that benefit from the vegan push, from the yeah. vegetarian oh, yeah. push. Soy Absolutely. is a product just like cotton is, just mm-hmm. like um, uh, trees are important for certain uh, people. That's why marijuana is not illegal. Yep. One of the main reasons why marijuana is not illegal. There's always somebody benefiting from it. Yeah. So put away your egos, put away your biases, and look at it from the most objective perception that you can comprehend. Yeah. And if your comprehension of objectiveness is not that great, yeah. then, then learn from somebody. You don't Just because you don't know it doesn't mean that that's not the way that it should be done or the way that you should try things or do things. Yeah, no doubt. Don't, don't let this fear change 
not only your life, but all of our lives. I don't want an authoritarian type of government. And with the way that everything keeps going, I, I have gotten so many notifications in the last hour about uh, there's a Tyson plant in Logansport that has 200 new cases of COVID. There was a place um, in Indianapolis that has 80 new cases. Um, Marion County has like so many new cases. Yeah. That's, that's all it shows. Yeah. It's a new fucking day, people. There's yeah. going to be people that get sick. Yeah. That's what happens. And here's, and, and here's my, my side of it. Um, is every life special? Every coin has two sides. You know what I mean? Some are, some aren't. Every life is special at the beginning. Well, okay. Every life is special to an extent. And here's the thing. I don't, maybe the word special isn't, is it, you know, like, obviously every life has value. Yeah. Every life has value. There's no, um, some good value, some bad value, but value. Um, is, is it about picking who deserves to die and who doesn't? No, it's not. But as a fact of life on planet earth, hashtag earth day, just yesterday, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, human beings have been, are, and will be a recycling resource, sometimes disease but resource to the planet earth. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve uh, our economies like we serve our, you know, I don't know, our, our natural roles of call it reproduction, call it yeah, being male, you know, being female or yeah, or just for some or at least. Yeah, yeah. Being people in general, um, you know, uh, we can't stop people from dying. I guess that's my point. No, we cannot stop people from dying. We cannot stop people from getting sick. We cannot stop people from uh, being sad about people that have died. Um, everyone in this room has felt um, intense grief over a loved one that's passed. Um, and no one ever wants to go through that, but we all do. And and it's something that will never go away. But you know what we can choose is to enjoy the time that we have in between those moments. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes to risking safety for secure, I mean, safety for freedom, I just, I can't, I can't justify risking safety. Now I have the luxury of saying that being a big guy, being a big white guy, I have the luxury (laughs) of saying that not everyone has the luxury of saying that, Um, which I think is important to note that as we reopen as a country, if you don't feel safe going out in your home, you do have the option to stay home. Yeah. You don't have to go out. You do have the option to stay home, but when states start to override constitutional rights of, of their public and start detaining them for um you know their their, you know, being outside their homes, then that's an issue with me. And or I, ticketing them or questioning them. It don't it don't even yeah. have to be a detain. It's why are you questioning me yeah. whether I'm leaving my home yeah, or not? Exactly. And uh states that have set up these um snitch lines. The the one in New York was inundated with memes and uh uh dick pics. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what? here's this number. Text us pictures of people that are violating. Okay, memes and dicks. Like seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna do that to the HOA. 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think we're picking. I don't think we're picking the economy over lives. I think the economy is an arm of a much bigger circle that is living. You know what I mean? Like we have to make a living. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't have an economy, we don't make a living in, in the in the current system that we've structured. Now, yeah. if that breaks down and we switch to a barter system and it's hunter gatherer times again, then then fucking economy. You know what I mean? But in in a world as diverse as ours, with abilities as diverse as our population on this planet, we need um, an economy to survive. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, the government can just give us all checks. Yeah, I mean, but. Should they? That's how you start you know the I mean? authoritarian. Yeah, is the the authoritarian mindset, and is is that you give people stuff. First. Not saying something now means that that you know you won't say something later, right? You and know I, what I mean. And I took that check willingly, but yeah, <laughs> but as well you should. It's your money, exactly. It is our money. That is, it is tax yeah. money. And let me remind you that you won't be getting tax credits next year. Um, and if they're giving out more money, you can definitely kiss the tax credits. Probably, but yeah. goodbye for quite a but while. But honestly, uh, we very well could kiss the IRS goodbye, which yeah. I'm also cool with. We could also kiss the income tax goodbye, which I'm cool with. So you know, but, uh, but you know, to to get back to what we were talking about, uh, I just it, we were essentially talking about death and. I just had this conversation with my wife, who is a very emotional person, and um, she doesn't take death the best way. Uh, That's the best way I can put it. And um, I had a conversation with her about why people are panicking. And um, and I think it's because of, of death. It's. It's the fear of not knowing what's going to happen yes. later on. And there shouldn't be any fear in that because, uh, well, first of all, that's coming from the comparison mindset. The Is Jordan better than LeBron? Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, is abortion more important than closing COVID-19. the economy for COVID-19? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that whole mindset of- Everything has to be compared. Of comparing. Can be independent, yeah. yeah. Nothing can just be. Nothing can just be what it is. So this is this is what I'll this is what I'll tell you about death because there's not a lot of things that I do great in life, but I feel like dealing with death is one of the things that I've learned how to do and I've learned it on my own. And it's just understanding that that is what life is. Look at the the most expanse part of our universe. There is death in life in every part, not just the most expanse part of our universe, but in every part of the universe, there yeah. is there is life and there is death. Life brings death. Death brings life. It is a continuous circle. They, like they, a circle. They, they, yeah, they're, they're the poles. Death is the absence of life the same way that darkness is the absence of light. Right. And and that is what that is what our reality is. That That is what you see it every day uh, on Earth. You see it every season on Earth. You see the we're right right now. We're seeing the um, and in in a religious sense, if you want to go that way, also um, right now we're seeing the uh, rebirth of the Earth 
in the spring. And then in the wintertime, you will see the death of the earth. Yeah. And it just keeps going over and over and over again. Absolutely. Kind of the way that life does. It doesn't For matter sure. if I die tomorrow, if you die tomorrow, if BJ is gone in, in a few months, in a few years, months, whatever, it's, it's going to keep going. The world is going to keep going and there's nothing that you can do about yeah. it. As much emotion that you have behind this certain situation or this person, there's nothing you can do about them losing their life at whatever point in time it is said that, that's what's supposed to happen sure or that is what's going to happen so the best thing that you can do is find a way to live with it yeah you can't get rid of it you can't forget it you can't take those memories of a person that had that has passed and get rid of those those are always going to be there you have to find a way to live with it and to understand that that is just the way that life is that's all that's all we know right now we are not immortal as far as i know we don't have a sense of uh coming back to life uh, as far as I know. So we have to find a way to accept what we've been given. And that's actually a gift of life and death as what some would say. Sure. And imagine, uh, imagine a scenario where we knew there was infinity and limitless potential on the other side of physical life. If we knew that existed for a fact, we would have so much less value for the physical life that we have. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we, we I've we, experienced what I, what I believe is an eternity. Obviously yeah. it wasn't, but this was yeah. in a, in an altered state. Relatively. Yeah. Very relatively. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, there is no, I, I'm sorry. There's no yeah. explanation I can give. I'm trying to find a word. I'm trying to find an example or something. And there, there is nothing that I can give you that can explain what an eternity is. All I can tell you is that I now, after this experience, appreciate every pain, every heartache, every happiness, every tough situation, whatever it is that's thrown at me, I, I appreciate it now. Yeah. It's something that I look forward to because who knows? It might be eternity after this. Yeah. And it may be in a different form or it may be in what I experienced and essentially just being energy and, and aimlessly just traveling around yeah. this massive cosmic whatever this is and and not knowing what to happen not knowing what you are not knowing yeah the difference between right and wrong or good or bad not understanding anything just being just being everything all the time do you know what i think uh the afterlife might be like a green jelly music video oh man a green jelly music video is that's called a segue, be, folks. It might be a horror film for That's, some people. This uh, uh, Nick on the way down here is like, hey, man, you know the green green jelly? I'm like, I like at the store? The Do they have jelly. like... You know that green jelly? It's a Granny Smith apple jelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, that might be good. Apple butter, maybe? Mm. Mm. Um, but, uh, but no, he's like, the band, they have a song called Three Little Pigs, and so we listened to a little bit of it. And so, uh, yeah, we our video breakdown this week is going to be Green Jelly's Three Little Pigs from, what, 93? Uh, I want to say between 93 and 96. I was introduced to this by my stepdad, and it has been a... Why don't you... It has been a workout song ever since. Can, can we go back to the beginning of that? I made... Let me turn it down just a little bit. 
Green Jelly is a British band, and they are kind of like the gorillas. Why don't you <laughs> sit right back? Let me hypnotize your mind. I, yeah. I oh, my bad. A tale. A tale of three Bunch of asses. Bunch of pig, pig butts. Pig ass. Not claymation. I love That's it. That's the early days of claymation. So this was probably like back in 90, 93 or four, is what I'm thinking. It looks like celebrity deathmatch. Kinda, yeah, the for sure. Claymation. It does. Ah, he's got chew in. That's hilarious. 93. It was back in ninety-three. Nice. I love how they took the adaptation of Three Little Pigs and put it into the sense of Hollywood yeah. and the music industry. This dude's voice is, is classic. The pigs are like these nerds that just moved into town in the in he's the big, like the Hollywood executive. Yeah, he's he's like the Hollywood executive that's coming and taking everything. What? Was he just jacking off what? guitar? Smoking on that reefer. This is the cool pig. I can't believe they let weed on these videos back then. Probably late night MTV. I mean, I guess it is claymation. <laughs> the pigs, their, their emotions and their reactions are, are classic. This is one of the greatest videos that nobody ever talks about. Wow. Interesting. His dad was Pig Nugent. Yeah. Interesting. Like, this one's all pink and brick. Can't do it. I can't remember if he blows it down. Well, if, if it follows the story, then probably not. I thought I thought it went a little different than the storyline. Well, it kind of already like it has. <laughs> the wolf just frowned and 
Did Rambo. you just say 9-11? Yeah. They sent out Rambo. This is the best part of the whole video. <laughs> Rambo just chopping him down. Light machine gun style. Interesting. It's a story about the, ho- the, the 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 power of Hollywood. Yeah. This is a British band that didn't really make it over here. They had some hits, obviously, but. The dude's voice is gold. He, he, he can hit all kinds of pitches. That's what I wanted everyone to see. Hey, I like that. They That's can, true. They can take any story and That's change true. it any way they want and create this show yeah. of Hollywood. Absolutely. And everyone will just play along and Absolutely. Laugh. Well, how much time we got there, Beach? Uh, we're uh, about an hour and ten in. Okay. Well, man, I think we've... Is there anything else that you want to cover? I think we've kind of been all over the place. Um, Well, uh, before we get out of here, I do want to remind everyone that uh, August 16th, I am scheduled to open for Chris Kattan. Hopefully the country will be reopened here soon. Um, But uh, it's currently the only thing we have going on. But check out Kettletop Brewhouse, Creatures of Habit Brewing Company, um, Usual Suspects Cigar Bar. When things do start opening up, we have some big plans. So um, stay tuned. And also one last note before we uh, sign off here, I want to uh, make a public correction, two public corrections that I uh, um, need to correct myself on. One, in the episode released, uh, technically, I release it this afternoon, but I'll post about it tomorrow. Um, I said the Perbright Institute uh, owns the patent of coronavirus. It's actually the Perma Group. So I got them mistaken. It's not the Perbright Institute. It's the Perma Group, which is owned by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, and then the other thing is uh, in one of our early episodes, I had said that old granddad was a cheap whiskey. And uh, this offended my friend Brady uh, quite a bit. <laughs> um, and uh, so he forced me to get drunk with him on Old Granddad one night. And uh, I have been turned. Old Granddad is uh, is pretty good. It's not a cheap whiskey. It's not a bad whiskey. It's Old Granddad. Was this a uh, uh, advertisement? I'm just curious. No, I actually... Uh, ah. I actually did tell him that I would make a Damn correction. It. Yeah. 
So we get paid. Um, but uh, also to everybody else, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any suggestions, guest suggestions, or topics, or whatever questions, yeah, questions, whatever, um, we are more than happy to take those. Um, hit uh, hit up the podcast at Uncle Bucks Cast, uh, at Uncle Bucks Podcast um, on social media. Um, Nick, where you at? In Oaks Five on Facebook, In Oaks Fifty Five on Instagram. Um, also, we're on. We're, we're a part of Flyover Media, so yes, hit up uh, Flyover. All out. the Flyover shows, Juice, Off the Cuff. They got it's, it's, it's BJ great Robbins stuff. Project, Smugcast, uh, Movie Review, all types of good shit. Uh, Tina and Doe, all types of different part shit. of them for a reason. Yep, absolutely, Flyover folks. Uh, we love the folks over here, at Flyover Studios. Um, and you can find me at Uncle Buck's House on all social media. Um, things are getting weird, folks. Remember that uh, love is all that matters. Um, it's one of the few things we get to choose in this life is whether we love or hate. Um, love is much stronger than hate. So, And fear um, is a choice. Fear is a choice, absolutely. Danger is real. Fear is a choice. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, we love you very much. Uh, for Nick, I'm Kyle. Toodles. One morning I woke up and I knew it all. A new day, a new way, and new eyes Go your way, The sun become the 
think so. Mm-hmm. 